And hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of This Show is All About You, a show about all the ways in which you and me connect as we and what that means for all of us. I am your host, J.D.K. Winnikin. Uh, thanks for joining me again today. You can find out more about me at my website, which is wordsbyjdk.com, and on my social media feeds at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just type in my last name, W-Y-N-E-K-E-N, and you should find me rather easily. Welcome to episode 47 for November 29th, 2021. Uh, sort of the food coma day after Thanksgiving weekend, four days. For me, anyway, it's not just Thanksgiving Day. It's the, it's the next three as leftovers build up and then new delicacies for the rest of the holidays start to take prominence. So um, anyway, back to uh, taking better care of my gastrointestinal health uh, this week. But nevertheless, I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And today's show uh, is going to branch off a little bit of last week's show. And it's titled Time, Treasures, and Talents. Time, treasures, and talents. And the haiku for today's show goes like this. Giving to others of ourselves, our time, our means, builds the best in us. Giving to others of ourselves, our time, our means, builds the best in us. We're going to be talking about giving today a little bit more in a very specific context. But before we do that, and it's actually quite related to what I'm going to talk about I want to make sure I, here at the top of the show, thank Airway Science for Kids again for sponsoring this program. And uh, they are a nonprofit based down in the Portland, Oregon area that provides life and career pathways for underserved youth in aviation and aerospace. And they do that not just by offering programs to introduce uh, students of most ages to uh, the basics of aviation and aerospace, but they also uh, facilitate uh, career development for students of any age and help them better connect with themselves, their families, and their communities. If you'd like to know more about the great work that they do at Airway Science for Kids, you can check out their website. That's airsci.org, A-I-R-S-C-I.org. Or you can reach out to them directly uh, via email uh, using info at airsci.org. Now, it's, uh, they are a nonprofit, and we're going to be talking about nonprofits today. Uh, and after last week's episode, talking about Thanksgiving, giving thanks, and sort of the historical background. Uh, We've been talking more about holidays so far. We're going to continue with that. Uh, As I mentioned, I had a very restful holiday, very full holiday. My family knows how to cook, so that's always fun. Uh, Had a lot of time to reflect, a lot of time to rest, uh, and I didn't do a whole lot for a few days other than connect uh, with my family and myself a little bit more. But, of course, right after Thanksgiving Day, we move on to the next thing, right? So the next day was Black Friday, which I stayed a million miles away from <laughs> and was reminded by my, by my friends once again who didn't uh, why I stayed <laughs> a million miles away from it. Uh, today is Cyber Monday. Uh, big pushes for online realtors or re- uh, retailers, I should say, to, uh, to push Christmas, uh, holiday gifts. And then uh, tomorrow is what's called Giving Tuesday. When people are encouraged to give to nonprofits, uh, charities, oftentimes those are one and the same. But uh, tomorrow is about giving. And that's something that's developed in the last few years. And uh, that's going to be the focus today of this idea of giving, um, specifically about Giving Tuesday, uh, yet hopefully also about more than that, what that can mean for us uh, personally. And of course, giving, as I mentioned at the beginning of this month when I talked about the holidays, 
giving is one of the great things about being human that we can celebrate and that inevitably helps us feel good. When we give of ourselves, when we give of our treasures, when we give of our talents, when we give of our time, there is a benefit to us. Now, that's not the only reason why we should do that, because it makes us feel good, right? But it is, an, it is a part of that. And uh, certainly, it's one of those human lessons that we hope everyone cultivates in people from a really young age. Uh, it's something certainly, growing up in my family, uh, giving to those less fortunate, not just at the holidays, but in general, uh, was something important. I've told the story on the show before of when I first realized there were that the homeless problem where I was living in Southern California was a big deal at Thanksgiving. I wanted to help. And so my family helped uh, by contributing time, treasures, and talents uh, to that cause. Um, I have another friend who uh, we were talking a little bit about this, and she mentioned that when she was a child, her aunt, who was in the Peace Corps uh, in Grenada, actually, uh, Highland Nation in the Atlantic, uh, would send her a note on, on her birthday and on Christmas that a, a book had been donated to a child in Grenada in my friend's name. And uh, as my friend said, uh, at six years old, uh, that didn't really seem like the greatest idea because, you know, I want the book. <laughs> Why does somebody else get the book? Until her aunt explained that for these children, they were receiving their first ever book that would be just for them. And my friend appreciated that at six years old, she got introduced to and began to understand the idea that she had a lot of books. Other children had none. And it was something that she cared about and became increasingly okay with. And it was a really important part, uh, a big, big memory of my friend's uh, childhood. So even on just basic levels like those, those are things that hopefully from a young age we begin to care about and the people around us begin to cultivate. So let's talk a little bit about Giving Tuesday. Uh, I realize it can get tough with all the different things, like every day of the week soon. It's easy to get cynical, right? What's going to be Wednesday? What's going to be Thursday? What's going to be Friday, uh, the week after Thanksgiving? But in this case, I think it's, uh, it's a little more straightforward. Participating in a Giving Tuesday or other online fundraisers, whenever they might be, uh, is a big deal for nonprofits uh, for several reasons. First of all, For many nonprofits, and I should note here, there are one million, literally one million nonprofits in the United States alone. So there are a lot of them out there. But for the majority of them, the costs of fundraising um, and then the lack of write-offs you can do in that uh, costs a tremendous amount of money. And if a nonprofit is building and builds and pays a development department, the one that handles fundraising, more and more money that they raise has to pay for that as well. Fundraising is expensive. And traditionally, the, the mindset we often have is that the, the big fundraising events are, the, are the, the big galas or galas. I never know the right way to pronounce that. It's one or the other. Um, but f- those are oftentimes are the big things, right? They draw attention. Uh, everybody gets dressed up. There's hopefully nice food, <laughs> hopefully good guests, hopefully a good theme. Uh, but for example, if you pay as, if, as a donor... uh, to go to a gala and the dinner is valued at $40, for example, you can only claim $60 as a deduction personally. And then the organization has to pay for all of those really nice things they just produced, the nice meal, the nice nice venue, the nice uh, tablecloths and all that. They have to pay for that out of the money that gets raised. 
And so oftentimes the overhead of the event is getting more than those organizations would like. That does not exist on Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday, there's none of that. A nonprofit doesn't have to spend any money on fundraising, doesn't have to spend any money on advertising, doesn't have to spend any money on getting venues and paying, uh, paying for food and all of that. And it saves them an enormous amount of human power hours and, it, and allows the money to really go where it's most needed, which is, of course, to the cause to which the nonprofit is dedicated. So, and just to give you an idea, most nonprofits consider acceptable in their fundraising uh, about 35% of their total budget. 35%. That's an enormous amount of money. And so Giving Tuesday is a chance to get donations where 100% of that, right, goes to where it needs to go, right? Now, um, so that's other things. So that's one primary reason. It's beneficial for the nonprofits themselves, right? And so you figure that on Giving Tuesday, that frees up 35%, that 35% to go to programs, uh, to go to whatever else it needs to. It helps more people more directly, more often to do it that way, right? So with 1 million of them, of course, there are plenty of nonprofits and charities out there to match your passions, to match the things that, uh, that are closest to you. And of course, there's an abundance of need. Right? There's, there are plenty of things that uh, individuals in society wish were better, want to be better, want to address. Uh, Airway Science for Kids does, right, with uh, helping underserved youth find career and life pathways in aviation and aerospace. That's not just about helping the aerospace industry. It's not even primarily about that. It's about helping students find out more about who they are, their own internal strengths, their ability to grow, their ability to advocate for themselves, and their ability to build a better life regardless of what their circumstances is. Uh, so that is where that push is. And so there's a, many to choose from. So whatever it is, whether it's a societal ill, whether it's something you think would be of larger benefit, uh, whether it's a very dire circumstance like hunger or poverty or homelessness, there, is, there are organizations out there dedicated to making changes in those areas. Now, with one million, I can understand why it would be really tough to know, right? Because this is where the question's about, well, how do I know where my money is being spent? How do I know that it's going to an organization that is going to spend it wisely or that it isn't a fly-by-night thing or some startup that doesn't have any money and this is just going to pay for their overhead? Those are all good questions. And so I want, if you have a pen and a paper nearby or your phone, you want to type this in, check out guidestar.org, G-U-I-D-E, capital S-T-A-R.org. It is a philanthropic research database, and it is designed to fill in all the knowledge gaps that you might need to find the best charities, the ones that are the most efficient with their money, to which to donate in the area that you care about the most. Guidestar.org. And it's a really cool spot because it has all the info that you would need on all the various uh, nonprofits that are out there. And for each nonprofit, it has a donate button. So you don't have to go hunt um, after you use GuideStar to find that organization, go through their website, find the donation button, which sometimes is surprisingly difficult to find <laughs> on some sites. But you don't have to worry about that on GuideStar. You, you can find one that you like. You can take a look at their parameters, some of which they have to publish by law, right? So uh, what they're doing, where their money goes, th 
those percentages, all those things are there for you to see. And then you can directly donate right from that site. Now, um, there are other options and we're not just going to be talking about money. It's not just about money, but it's kind of the, the, the best place to start. Uh, there are other things too. Um, if, you know, if just straight out of pocket is not really something you're wanting to do or unable to do, there are some other things. Um, more and more companies are um, producing and providing employee giving programs. Uh, according to an organization called Double the Donation, which works with companies to help maximize their programs, 65% of Fortune 500 companies offer matching donation programs. Meaning that as an employee, if you donate $1,000 to a particular nonprofit, they will match it. A lot of them, in case, will, will match it dollar for dollar. Okay, So all of a sudden, if you donate $1,000, you've actually taken care of 2000 to that organization because that company is going to follow up on it. And these are names you all recognize. Disney, Apple, American Express. And in this country, more than 26 million people work for companies of all sizes, not just those ones, but others that have these programs. So there are 26 million Americans who can do this, who can donate and get from their companies, from their places of employment, matching funds. Now, it's crazy if you, if you look at the numbers. Two to three billion dollars is donated through matching programs annually in this country. But at the same time, annually, anywhere from four billion to seven billion in those available matching funds doesn't get spent, doesn't get claimed. So there's tons of money out there that can go to helping these programs. And imagine if everybody targeted it around Giving Tuesday, getting rid of that 35% fundraising and marketing overhead, that money can go to a lot more programs, which means to a lot more people a lot more quickly. And so to me, that always blows me away, right? That there's that much money in the billions that goes unclaimed. And oftentimes it's simply because people either don't know that their companies offer it. They haven't necessarily looked into that. Some, maybe the company doesn't push it as much as they could, uh, but whatever the reason, it's not a lack of availability right, of money. All right. So now let's shift a little bit because the title of this is of uh, this episode isn't just treasures when it comes to giving it's time, treasures, and talent. And so this is where it's important to talk a little bit about where those three fit in and then the motivations as to why we give. Uh, it's not just about the money, obviously. Cash donations are always great, uh, but volunteering one's time and one's talents can be just as important and in the long term can sometimes be more important. Right? I've mentioned what companies offer in terms of matching funds there are many companies that will also donate a set amount, say $25 per hour that their employees volunteer for a nonprofit organization. And so you can ask your company if they do this. And so pretty much what happens is the organization gets paid to for that person's volunteer hours. So um, companies that do this, uh, Nike and Intel, for example, will do this. Uh, they essentially have volunteers that say, we're going to go work with this organization, and then they pay the organization that $25 per volunteer hour for that volunteer. So if that volunteer volunteers for four hours, that's $100 that comes to the nonprofit from the company. And as part of that, there are a lot that do them. 
uh, Airway Science for Kids has uh, has uh, people and programs that they participate uh, in with that. So Nike, Intel, Microsoft, they do all those. So if your budget is stretched too thin to do a cash donation, you can actually give of your time and your talents may go with that and still also provide a monetary gift uh, to the nonprofit of your choice. You literally can't lose with that one, <laughs> you know, if they're there. And if your company doesn't have that, one of the things you could do is start within your workplace to advocate that your company start, maybe start looking into building something like that. Right? And you can make plenty of arguments to that business, to your company, about why that is good for them, not just business-wise, but community-wise, brand-wise, you name it. And the big companies that I just mentioned, Nike, Microsoft, Intel, and others have all recognized that and have invested greatly uh, in these programs. So with all of that, let's bring this back around to the big question is why is it good to give and why do we give those things? Uh, And one thing that often comes up in my conversations with people about these things is, is how do you, how do you know if this is about your own ego or if you're giving for the right reasons? Well, the first thing I would say is sometimes it's going to be hard to separate, right? Um, and some, and certainly for people that are being helped by these organizations, they're not going to be asking necessarily too many questions about that. It's the help that's coming is going to be what matters. That said, it is important to address that question because to contribute to nonprofits effectively um, and for the long term, not just monetarily, but with, t- with time and with talents, it's really important to have a good idea of not only why you're giving, uh, but then really experience the effects of knowing that not only on yourself, but on the nonprofit that you're working with. So for example, say you're really moved to volunteer with a certain nonprofit organization and you reach out to them and say, we would love to volunteer with you. I would love to do this. And you can give all the reasons why. It could be something as basic as, I just really care about this. It could be a family connection. It could be a career connection. If you reach out to them, how do you react when they tell you, well, this is great. We do need volunteers, but we don't need any volunteers with your area of expertise or anything like that. We need somebody to stuff envelopes badly. What's your reaction to that? If the reaction is, I don't really want to stuff envelopes. Well, it might be worthwhile spending some time on that. Well, that's what they need, (laughs) at least at that moment. Right? And any nonprofit worth its salt is going to tell you if you are a volunteering to them that, look, we really like to know what your talents are. And they should have a, a whole interview slash form that you fill out that it puts all this on there. And they can still say to you, we would love to take advantage of, of your expertise, your time, your talents at a later date. Right now, though, we really kind of need this. <laughs> we really need some of the groundwork done. If your response to that is, yep, I'm happy to do that because this is what the organization needs, that's in a pretty solid spot, right? And by what I mean by that, it's a solid spot for it to be rewarding to you for longer and helpful to the organization. Because if you go in with wanting to do a certain thing a certain way because it's what you really like or it's how you feel you would be, we'd be best served, and that's really your sticking point, then that's not really about the organization, what their mission is. That's more about ourselves. And yes, that can be frustrating. And certainly if you have a nonprofit that tells you when you volunteer, yes, we want to 
use all these talents that you have and then doesn't, that can be frustrating, <laughs> certainly. But there are other organizations that probably work with similar populations on similar missions that you could, you could shift to uh, instead. And so in that, it gets a little sticky. And what I can tell you, and I've seen it myself and talked with many other people in nonprofits, is it can be a real challenge if a volunteer comes in and has a certain expectation of what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, when they're going to do it, and that isn't happening for them, uh, that can become a difficulty, not just for the volunteer, but for the organization. Because nonprofits are always needing people to help, whether they're paying those people to help or people are volunteering. And teamwork around the mission at hand is so paramount that any kind of problems around those things can be really detrimental to how the organization runs. Um, and so it's something that organizations pay attention to, or they should, nonprofits should, when bringing in volunteers. And now, it might be different. If you are, if you are applying to become the member of a board of directors, for example, uh, of an organization, uh, that might entail a little bit more of you getting to do what your expertise is, right? If you're, if you're a, an accountant and you're going to be on a board of directors for a nonprofit to help out with their financial side, that's going to be a little bit more in your wheelhouse. Uh, but those types of slots actually demand a lot more than just you volunteering your time, your treasure, and your talents. It actually requires all three of those because most nonprofits' board of directors uh, require that the board take on extensive responsibility for the overall health of the organization, including fiscally. That might be more <laughs> than you might want to than you want to be involved in, and so depending on what you're looking for, what you're wanting to do, those things are there. But first and foremost, tr uh, time and talents really requires uh, any of us to really pay good attention to what is motivating us. In the end, none of these organizations should be about any of us. Right? It should be about the groups being served. Now, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with getting a sense of reward, a sense of belonging, a sense of connection or community out of contributing, particularly as a volunteer. Uh, but it is about contribution. Contribution is one part of many. It's implied in the definition of the word that you are adding to something. You are not solely responsible for it. You are not covering the whole thing. You're contributing, which means it's happening in the context of other people making similar contributions, and that requires teamwork, that requires vision, that requires sometimes either literally or metaphorically stuffing envelopes when other people are maybe doing some of the, some of the legwork that you might prefer doing. Uh, but none of that is bad, because this is where the giving part, I think, really becomes a personal call to action that can go well beyond just the act of giving, whatever the giving might be. Giving Tuesday and anything like that, whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's talents, gives us all opportunities to learn even more and connect with even more the people and the issues being served by these organizations. It's a chance for each of us to learn and grow, not just about the organization or about the people that they're helping or about the issue at hand, but ourselves. It requires us to pay good attention and take a close look and how we want to allocate our time, our money, our talents, 
which requires us to take a good look at what we really care about, what we stand for, maybe how we want to grow, maybe how we want to adjust, who we choose to trust with those things, who we want to work with. And these are all good questions to be asking our own selves on a daily basis, just in general, whether we're connecting it to uh, giving to nonprofits or not. And of course, when we do this, we do our homework, when we invest in this, when we ask those questions, when we take a look at what nonprofits are doing, this demands that those nonprofits continue to challenge themselves to be more effective and to grow. And that by itself improves all of the quality of the services provided. It can be really easy to be cynical. Many, I've heard many people say, all the nonprofits out there, all the money in the world doesn't, doesn't really solve these problems. Well, certainly it's easy to say, if money is all it took, these problems would be solved. But of course, money is also required on some level to make certain things happen, to have people in places where they can concentrate on helping a nonprofit do its job. That might require paid employees. It also requires money to help make programs happen and to pay for them. It can help with transportation for people if necessary. There's so many things that money is required of. And certainly with so many services out there, to take them all away simply because money by itself doesn't do enough would really gash a hole in the fabric of society in the larger economy. So that's not really an option. The best nonprofits that are out there run themselves on sound ethical business and social principles, which when done well can then help, for example, for-profit companies tighten up their own practices, as has happened with the companies I mentioned earlier. There's a long-term positive effect to all of this. So with that in mind, I would encourage you between now and tomorrow (laughs) to take a look at guidestar.org to ask those questions to yourself about uh, what time, talents, and treasures you'd like to give and when you can give them, and then to ask those more deeply personal, connective questions of yourself about what you would be looking for in giving out that kind of help. So I would encourage you to uh, look at that, contribute to Giving Tuesday however you can. If you have any questions about that, you can reach out to me at wordsbyjdk.com or on my my social media feeds. And let me know what you find out. Let me know where you end up going. Thanks for spending time with me on this episode of This Show Is All About You. I'm your host, J.D.K. Winnikin. And until I see you all next week, chins up, everyone.